What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast here this morning. Really excited that you're here with us. Uh, if we have never had the opportunity to meet before, my name is Dalton Barrett. I serve as the student pastor over at New Visions Buchanan Campus. I love what I have the opportunity to do, and I love that I get to be here today just to read through this passage of Scripture with you guys uh, and just to hopefully look at it from a new perspective. We're going to be reading from the book of Acts today as we've been in the past uh, little bit here. Uh, Acts chapter 4, verses 32 through 37. The book of Acts is my favorite book of the Bible, so I'm really just excited for us to dive into it. I'm going to be reading from the Christian Standard Bible today, so if you're following along, you can follow along there, or uh, you can just listen to me. Verse 32 says this, Now the entire group of those who believed were of one heart and mind, and no one claimed that any of his possessions was his own. But instead, they held everything in common. With great power, the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was on all of them. For there was not a needy person among them, because all those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the proceeds of what was sold, and laid them at the apostles' feet. This was then distributed to each person as they had any need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus by birth, the one the apostles called Barnabas, which is translated to son of encouragement, sold a field that he owned, brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now, I I love where this falls in the story of of the church because if we look at context you've you've hopefully been been following along the past little bit as we've been going through the book of acts the church is young at this point i mean the church is is a is a baby it's a fledgling baby bird of a church getting its feet uh, wet for the very first time uh, the the original followers of jesus they're trying to figure out what it looks like to lead this church without him physically here and physically around and eyes are on these people I mean, people are looking, people are watching, they're trying to figure out what this Jesus movement is all about. Everything they do has the ability or or uh, possibility of defining what the church is known for. And what I think is really cool about where this story li- lies or where it falls in the history of the Christian church, whether that be, you know, uh, the way it affects us today or the way it affects this early church and the way people viewed it, is one of the first things that the Christian church is known for in history is for their generosity. It's for their giving. And, you know, this story has been been cited or quoted in different, you know, economic whatevers, you know, throughout history. People have used this to push their own ideas or ideologies. But I think the thing that separates this from any any sort of economical forum that you could ever categorize it as is that this is completely, completely voluntary. Nobody is being told to sell their house. Nobody is being told to, to sell their lands. Nobody is being told to give their money to the apostles. People are looking around them, and they're seeing people who are struggling. They're seeing people who are in need. They're seeing people who need help financially, and they're saying, okay, I can help out. They're looking at people who, who, are, who are struggling and in need, and they're saying, you know, I can be generous here. I can give here. I can help here. And so they're giving their money, their land to the apostles, and the apostles are distributing this to people who who are in need. 
this group here, this group of early Christians, not only are they 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 battling with all eyes being on them, trying to figure out what the church is going to be known for and how people are going to view the Christian church in this Jesus movement, but they're also facing persecution. This this church, they're being they're being looked at, but they're also being arrested. They're being jailed. They're being persecuted, all for believing in Jesus. And yet, in the middle of this persecution. In the middle of this struggle, in the middle of of whatever is going on here, I'm sure people were fired for following Jesus, and I'm sure people were 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 jailed and fined just for for preaching and talking about Jesus. And yet, in the middle of that, this group is still generous. They're still looking over their own uh, their own possessions, and they're saying, you know, what's more important than my possessions? helping other people out, helping people in need. And we see a direct example of that through this person of Barnabas or Joseph, right? The the Levite from Cyprus, son of encouragement is what his name is translated to when he sold his field and he brought the money and he gave it to the apostles. I mean, this is a person. It's not just the people. It's not just them. It's not just the followers of Jesus. It, it's, it's a person directly who took his possessions that he owned, that he may have worked for or inherited and he took those possessions and he said, you need this more than me. And so he was generous. And Barnabas was mentioned here here first. This is his first real mention throughout the Bible. And Barnabas is a really cool character if you read on through the rest of the book of Acts, because Barnabas actually becomes one of, one of Paul, the Apostle Paul's traveling companions. Barnabas becomes a missionary. He goes and he helps plant churches and he helps people come to know Jesus for the first time or for the first time that they understand it. Barnabas, I mean, his ministry is, is going to stretch and reach beyond this immediate area and by, beyond this, this original um, you know, group of Jesus followers. But his ministry began here. And it began with generosity and a willingness to serve others. And it began by giving up something that was his, that he owned, also that he could help other people in need. I mean, you and I, we're, we're human beings, we're people, right? We, we own things or we know people who, who own things, whether it be houses or cars or computers or cell phones, whatever it is. We all either own things or know people who own things. People love their things. I love my things. And I think we can get into like a dangerous zone if we think that these people were much different than us. Right? We can think, well, these people, they were different. They didn't, they didn't have things the way that I have things. They didn't care as much about their possessions. But people are, are people. These people weren't much different than, than you and I. They loved the things that they owned, their houses and their animals and their land. They loved those things. They, in fact, in, in this culture, they made them more important. They made them more prominent. I mean, I guess the same with, with our possessions and our items. Our things, they make us feel important, right? They make us feel wanted and needed. But these people, I think something so powerful about this, these people, they looked at their possessions, they looked at their land, they looked at their animals, the things that made them feel important or look important to those that were around them, and they said, I don't need this because I have something that makes me feel more important. I don't need this because I know someone that makes me feel more important. And that's the person of Jesus. When they looked at their relationship with Jesus, they understood the importance of what it means to be a follower of Jesus, and they wanted to, to reflect his generosity. They wanted to reflect how he helped people. 
And no, they may not have been able to touch someone on the face and make their blindness go away, but if they could help someone financially, they wanted to do that because they wanted to be like Jesus. They wanted to reflect him to the world. And I think that there's something really powerful about that because that's what we're called to do. We're not called to be different than these followers of Jesus. Yes, the church was in its early stages at this point, but we're still called to do this. How many people, if you polled them, do you think would say that the Christian church is known for its generosity? How many lost people do you think would say that the church is known for their generosity? I think the the people watching this early church form, they probably would have said that's what they're known for. When you see things like this happen, when you see the needy receiving money all because somebody decided to sell their land, that's powerful. And so what do we do with this? How do we apply this, right? I'm not saying to go and sell your house and kick your family out and get rid of your car and take all that money and give it to the poor. I'm not telling you to do that. If that's what God calls you to do, go for it. More power to you. But I think what we do is make generosity come first. You know, we, we collect things and we collect our paycheck and then we move some money over to savings and then we move some money over to spendings and then we buy grocery and uh, groceries and uh, the things that we want and then with what we have left will be generous but i think this church this early church they show us something different generosity comes first don't collect things and and take care of yourself and then be generous after no no be be generous first put others first whether that be through financial needs or through your time or or uh, your service, it doesn't have to be just your money, but be generous on the front end. Be generous with what you have at the beginning, not after you've taken care of yourself. Be generous beforehand. I think that's really what we learned from the story in Acts chapter 4 here. So be generous first. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that... Uh, this meant as much to you as it did to me. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.